If you are passionate about pursuing a career in teaching, there are two ways to become certified. The first is the route which involves earning a bachelor's degree and completing a teacher preparation program. The second is a route that caters to individuals who take non-traditional paths into the classroom, which can vary from state to state. By understanding the process of becoming a teacher, you can create a thought-out plan to fulfill all the requirements for teacher certification in your state. Welcome to episode 143 of the Teacher Rockstar podcast, a place where tips and strategies critical to the new teacher are discussed. We share the latest educational research and best practices so that the new teacher can be better equipped for a successful classroom experience. I'm your host, Steve Hiles, and today we'll be talking about pathways to becoming and helping a teacher with our guest, Mike Tang. But before we do, here's a word from our sponsor. Would you like to supercharge your classroom management skills? Well, if you're a new teacher or a teacher with less than five years of classroom experience, a student teacher, or perhaps a teacher returning back to the classroom after an extended absence, the Teacher Rockstar Academy course is for you. Gain the confidence, the skills you'll need to make all the difference in the world for our boys and girls. Enroll now at tra.teacherclassroomresources.com. I believe you can transform yourself into becoming a truly great teacher. It just takes the right tools and the right approach. Also, I want to mention that you could find us on YouTube. Simply go to the search bar and type in at Teacher Rockstar. Check us out over there. Before we get started with today's topic, I'd like to share a little bit about today's guest. Mike Tang is the CEO and co-founder of Swing Education, a tech-enabled marketplace matching substitute teachers with schools in need. Before founding Swing, Mike was a software engineer in the private sector and then the tech director at a K-12 charter school network. Welcome to the show, Mike. Thanks, Steve. Thanks for having me. All right. So, Mike, tell our listeners, you know, a little bit about yourself and your journey in education. Yeah, well, like you said, I started as a software engineer here in Silicon Valley. I was doing that for about six years. And I don't know, I just uh, it wasn't it wasn't exciting enough, <laughs> I think, for me to get up in the morning and like want to go to work. Um, I found myself laying in bed and waking up in the morning and wanting to stay in bed. Um <laughs> I ended up hearing a This American Life radio episode about the Harlem Children's Zone in New York and got mm -hmm. super inspired to go into education. Um, like you said, found that job as the head of instructional technology for a charter school out here in, in San Jose and, and you know, did that for five years. I loved it. Um, All right. And while I was there, one of the things I was asked to help with was logistics and coordination of substitute teachers and kind of making that experience better for substitute teachers. and. It turns out that uh, a lot of schools needed help with that. So hence uh, Swing Education. All right. Okay. Well, um, tell me, what can we do to create more pathways to becoming a teacher? Yeah. I mean, one of the things we found early on when we were starting to work on Swing Education was that there are a lot of people who are want to work with kids and want to get into the classroom and that it's can be pretty bureaucratic and mm -hmm. can be pretty opaque and just making it more accessible to be to gain classroom teaching experience, we found was a really good way for us to introduce people into the classroom that were call it mm. teacher candidates. Yeah. Um, and I think we were able to offer a lot of people that are new to the classroom 
a quick introduction to the classroom and to start gaining that classroom experience, work with kids, work with different grade levels. And I think seeing how that plays out, I think we're excited about potentially more pathways to becoming a teacher that start with the classroom teaching experience as opposed to the teacher candidates themselves in a classroom learning about curriculum and pedagogy. Right. Now, are these, uh, the folks that come into your program, are they already certified teachers or 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 not? Or people sometimes wanting they are to become? And, and yeah, sometimes they are and sometimes they aren't. Sometimes they've, you know, they're, they're full-time teachers that have mm -hmm. left the classroom for one reason or another full-time. Um, oftentimes that's because they had kids and are taking a step back. Um, other times they are, you know, call it after school care providers or enrichment program uh, providers. And they want to see, they like working with children and they want to get into the classroom and maybe explore a career in teaching. Um, and we help them kind of with what that process can look like to get your substitute teacher permit in all the states that we're operating in. Um, and I think that that's really exciting to see people get excited about being in the classroom. All right, that that's really cool. Well, and let me ask you, um, how can we make potential teachers feel excited about their first day? I know a lot of times it's it's filled with anxiety, you know, lots of nervousness, uh, that kind of thing. So uh, what's your take on that? Yeah, uh, we definitely have seen that. Um, and I, I'm sure if you think back to your first day or <laughs> your upcoming first day in the classroom, you probably felt a lot of that yourself, too. Uh, absolutely. Um, I definitely <laughs> feel like even not as, as as a teacher, every kind of fall, even the first day of school, there was just butterflies, you know, for one mm -hmm. reason or another. Um, I, I mean, I think what is funny about thinking about the strategies or like tips that we we give to people entering their first day is that very few of them seem to have to do with instruction. Um, mm -hmm. I think making the teachers feel comfortable has so much more to do with making sure they have ways of connecting with the students and making sure that the sort of logistics of the day flow smoothly. Absolutely. So just making sure they understand what to expect, where things are going to be, who they can go to for questions. Um, it can be as simple as just like, where are you going to park that day? Um, who is the first person that you're supposed to talk to? What is a Wi-Fi password, et cetera, et cetera. Absolutely. And I, I mean, I think those are the things that go the longest towards that first morning, you know, that arrival on campus going as smoothly and as, as you know, meeting expectations as possible. Absolutely. I'll tell you, I, I know, thinking back, you, you just jogged my memory there. Uh, Mike, I'd have to tell you, I was a bag of nerves. You know what I mean? And, and uh, yeah, so I think that's a great uh, service that you're doing, um, which leads me to, you know, um, what can we do to make first-time teachers uh, um a great first day experience. Now you alluded to some, is there anything else that uh, uh, comes to mind? Well, I, you know, I mean, there are so many variables once you get on campus, I think we can help the schools with also just preparing what, you know, things that are specific to each school day. Um, we are doing a lot of programs where a person who it's their first day might get paired for the day with somebody who's been to that school before as a substitute teacher. Mm -hmm. um, 
I think one of the things that we've seen too is just that um, following up with them even afterwards to just check how was things, uh, how did it go? And, you know, when you hear some of the challenges that people have had, even just letting them know after the fact, yeah, that's pretty normal. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Uh-huh. Absolutely. Um, it reminds me a little bit, you know, I've got two little kids at home and I feel like anytime we ask the pediatrician if this is normal, the answer was ostensibly <laughs> yes. Like you could tell them what seemed like the craziest thing and the answer is, yeah, that's pretty normal. <laughs> um, I, I hear that. Well, then uh, let's take it a step further. Uh, how, how do you make them excited about their second day experience or, remedi- you know, remediate if they did end up having a, let's say, a challenging first day experience? Yeah. Uh, for sure. And sometimes those challenging first day experiences happen. And I think understanding and, and, you know, having a quick call or providing them with some other tips to to focus on um, how to solve some of those first day challenges that they might have had. And, and that can really run the gamut, right? It, I think it probably depends mm-hmm. on what the first day experience was. Um, but I think one thing that we're really proud of is being able to collect all the feedback from different substitute teachers, different schools, and provide, pass those through to each other too. So yeah. for us, a lot of times it's, oh, hey, telling a principal, you know, we've had three substitute teachers that have come to your school and they they never know where to find X. Um, mm-hmm. And being able to do that maybe helps, you know, those the second day experiences of those subs that we just talked to, but also the first day experiences then of the of the next subs that are going to that campus. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Now, does any of this lead to additional pathways to becoming a substitute teacher? You know? Yeah, I think we we want there to be um i think one thing is um you know we i i think we really believe that a lot of the experience that our substitute teachers are gaining in the classroom should count for for something mm-hmm. um whether yeah. it's some kind of portfolio that they can start to put together for their certificate program um or anything else really i mean i think the experience is really valuable and i think we've started to have some of those conversations with credentialing agencies in various states um, graduate schools of education even school districts about how can we take this really valuable in classroom experiential experience and turn that into more teachers um yeah because we have a lot of teachers that have a substitute teacher permit and maybe are just having trouble sort of a Thinking about that leap of, oh, I'm going to go to a certificate program for a year or two. It's going to cost X number of dollars. Um, And they really want to be sure. And I think the more time we can kind of let them simmer in the classroom, gain that experience, gain confidence that it really is what they want to do. I think it would be huge. Yes, yes, absolutely. Well, tell me, how can educational institutions and communities better support and encourage individuals pursuing a career in teaching? And and again, and what initiatives can be implemented to enhance the overall learning experience for future educators? Yeah, one of the things I think is really fascinating, and I, I think this is, you know, this is just drawing on my own personal anecdotal experiences. Mm-hmm. Um, I happen to have lived on the same street and neighborhood for, for like something like 15 years now. Um, But my son just entered kindergarten, so our local public school, two years ago. He's going into second grade this Mm -hmm. fall. And I I never realized, I think, 
how much more a part of the community I would feel once my son started going to the local community, the local public school. Um, uh-huh. You know, we walk to school every morning. I see all the neighbors. I feel like now I know who lives in every house. And yet the school up until my son started going to it was very opaque. Like it didn't feel like I had any connection with them whatsoever, even yeah. though it's very central to the community. So it's all a really roundabout way of getting to the answer to your question, which is to say, I think schools can sort of be less of a black box. Like I think um, there are a lot of community members that would love to get more involved in their communities and schools are, are such a great avenue to do that. Um, and yet I don't think that, you know, other than some parents and things like that, I don't think a lot of people know how to help the local schools or get involved on certain days of the week, maybe be a substitute teacher for a couple days, a month mm-hmm. or a year. Um, Absolutely. Or perhaps even understanding what jobs are available to them on campuses would be really great to be able to do. And I think swing helps with that. Um, the more we work closely with schools. Yeah. And I was going to uh, say uh, also yeah. parents could um, go in and perhaps volunteer in their schools to become part of the community. They, they could read to the children. Uh, Definitely. And, and or participate in career days, things like that, you know. Um, That's that's super. Now, I got to ask you this, uh, Mike, Uh, you know, as a substitute teacher, you know, you often have the opportunity to work with, obviously, various classrooms and grade levels like you spoke to. But but how can the experiences and insights gained, uh, you know, from substitute teaching positively impact future teachers in general? And what lessons can they learn from, you know, these diverse teaching engagements? Yeah, I mean, you know, I think one thing is like, the K-12 student body right now mm-hmm. is just so diverse. Um, oh I mean, gosh, obviously, yeah. they're different ages and grade levels. They live in different places. Um, but it's it's just so incredibly diverse that I think being able to talk to one another, get feedback from different classrooms, um, it all is so valuable to being able to kind of like bubble that up to the schools themselves. I mean, having Mm -hmm. a substitute teacher, I would say, that's been to a lot of different schools and has had a a wealth of different experiences and then shows up at your school, you know, if you're a teacher or a principal and says, hey, you know, I I noticed that this other school, you know, in some town, two towns over, does the things this way. Maybe you you can try it. I think it would be really useful. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of times substitute teachers are sort of dismissed um, or their thoughts or suggestions might be dismissed. And I think it can be really valuable to sort of like, you know, cross-pollinate those really great ideas. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, How can educational institutions and experienced educators create an environment, Mike, you know, that, that fosters excitement and confidence for new teachers, ensuring they feel supported and, and motivated as they embark on their journey in the classroom. Yeah, it's it's tough, but I, I, mm-hmm. I mean, I think that there's um, sometimes, and I mean, it, your, I think, optimism and positivity speaks to like one of the things that I would I would love to see more of is kind of like more optimism and less cynicism. I think it's really mm-hmm. easy to feel like every day is such a big challenge and things like that. And and it is. I mean, <laughs> and teachers mm-hmm. are underpaid. There are so many things about like teacher worker conditions that oh should my be gosh, better and yeah. can be better. Mm-hmm. And yet, you know, I, I think for new teachers in particular, getting to focus on the positives of of really connecting with kids and 
other humans and being such a big part of their lives um, is such a rewarding thing. Um, and I think that, you know, more could be done to highlight those things after a teacher's first day, second day, first week, et cetera. Um, and, and there's always going to be those positive moments where, where you get to connect with a, a student in a, a really unique, special way that only a teacher sort of can. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, Mike, let me ask you, if, if <clears throat> what is the biggest takeaway that you'd like to share uh, with, with both a new teacher and someone contemplating entering the teacher uh, teaching profession? Um, is there one thing that stands out or maybe a couple things or, or whatever? Uh, could you speak to that? Yeah. I mean, I think if you're contemplating going into teaching, I think, again, remembering how rewarding of a job it can be. I mean, I think that everyone understands their reason for waking up in the morning mm -hmm. in education and, and going to work. Um, I also think, you know, I, I think there are a lot of things we can do to make the job much more sustainable. Um, and I think, you know, thinking about how we can bring more of these teachers into the classroom and what their first day should or could look like um, in a positive way. And and scaffolding it because yeah i think we can really have an opportunity to have new teachers that are coming to campuses have a buddy or a mentor you know maybe that's a little too heavy a word for a one day <laughs> substitute teaching engagement no i think but it's a just, great idea you know yeah just knowing who you can go to that day provides such a a level of like safety and comfort mm -hmm. to people that are coming to your campuses um and I think that that's one really big thing we can do. Okay. Wonderful. It's really simple. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I hear you. Okay. Uh, Mike, tell our audience where they can go to connect with you if they want like more information or, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, our website for sure, swingeducation.com. We've also got, you know, we're on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram, um, but really our website. And if you all are interested in becoming substitute teachers, or looking for, you know, connecting with great substitute teachers, um, I encourage everyone to check it out. All right, great. Well, Mike, I want to thank you so much for taking the time out of your day to share your expertise with us today. And I look forward to having you on the show again at some point in the future. Uh, I want you to have a great day, and, and Mike, we'll talk soon. Thanks so much, Steve. Oh, you're very welcome. Well, we have come to the end of today's episode. Thanks for listening to the Teacher Rockstar podcast. I'm your host, Steve Hiles. We hope you've gotten a gold nugget or two regarding pathways to becoming and helping a teacher. When you get a moment, visit my new blog at um, and subscribe to my newsletter for the latest educational research, best practices, and unadvertised free bonuses. Go to blog.teacherclassroomresources.com. And don't forget to subscribe to us at Teacher Rockstar Podcast. And if you'd like to support us, please feel free to share our podcast with others, post about it on social media, leave a rating and review. That would be greatly appreciated as always. Thanks again. We'll see you same time, same place next week. And remember, my friend, you got this.